52 minutes per person. What's 1 billion times 52? I love a good statistic. Let, let, me, hit, let, let me hit him with it. 1 billion times 52 would be 52, 52 billion. billion. That's <laughs> and that's where I'm at, friends. <laughs> What's up? Yo! Welcome to the second episode of Drop Tune Podcast. Numero two. This is our second episode. Um, last week, last episode, I should say, I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, last episode, we talked about music videos. We talked about the pros. We talked about the cons, how we, how we feel about it all. This week, we're going to talk about social media. It's a deep dive. It's a bit of a rabbit hole. I think today we're going to focus specifically on TikTok and Instagram. Um, we're going to get into our opinions on both platforms, where we think they're at, what we know, also admittedly what we don't know. And we're going to talk about some stuff that we are going to try and that we think you might want to try to find some, some better su- success in your social media marketing. If you missed the first episode, my name is Scott Kelly. And my name is Tyler Green. Um, just to give you a quick recap on what we you know, went, went over last week in terms of like why we're doing this, just in case you missed it, what's going to happen from here. This is just a bit of an experiment. Tyler and I both play in our own bands. I play in a metal band called Still World. And I also play in a rock and roll metal band uh, called American Slay. You know, the business side of music as independent musicians is something that Tyler and I have always had a common interest in. And we've played in bands in the past. and. Uh, it just sort of felt like this was a good thing to do. So we're going to experiment a lot. We've been throwing around the idea of starting like a, a project that will coincide with this podcast where we can really just put all of our ideas to the test that we kind of talk about in this show. We and just looking like it's pop rock. So we'll find out if it actually is. Yeah, it's going to be pop rock. It's going to be metalcore. Who knows? We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure it out. So we'll keep you posted on that as it comes to fruition. But yeah, as I said, this week we're going to talk about social media, and um, I think we'll just dive in. Tyler, what's been your experience to date in terms of asking you in terms of social media is a bit bland, right? But like, tell me a little bit about what you, what you've done or what your band has done in terms of social media, using that to generate interest or using it towards like marketing efforts, uh, and what that's looked like, whether it's whether it's been positive or negative. For sure. Uh, so we definitely tried to anything that we release, it goes to what we want to be perceived as or what our artistic uh, value holds for the moment. Adam's really good at like vision boards or like just vision, imagining what we should look like as a whole and what we should release uh, that kind of fits into that brand, basically, that fits our brand. So, so far, just Post, he, he's been making a bunch of like uh, photoshopped images through like certain shows, anime, or whatever, whatever dark imagery he uses because we're a dark band. And that's been really helpful to us just kind of find, find some leeway in who we are and who we want to be portrayed as, uh, as our branding comes to fruition over time. So that's been really beneficial. Of course, it is still slow to start. 
so shout out to slow moving things. Hunter, the other guitarist, he's a wizard at TikTok. And uh, check out Hunter Black Official. That's Hunter. He really found his niche and he just screams over things because he's a phenomenal screamer vocalist. And so that funnel there for us has been uh, phenomenal, rather, because numbers keep popping up anytime he keeps doing stuff. I myself, I'm not uh, as active as I should be, which is changing right now. So that's kind of why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're doing this. So the cons, we're not as consistent as we should be. Right, because uh, the f- past many months of just writing, wanting to create our album or EP releases and a surprise cover, we spend most time just focusing on the music, which is of course necessary, but definitely utilizing the marketing aspect is what will get us seen. So. Yeah, and to, and to date, has that been primarily, you know, you talk about like like posting like dark imagery and stuff like that to incorporate like in various elements of like the brand and the things that Hunter's doing on TikTok in terms of his own social media presence. Has all this just been like organic posting or do you guys have experience like running ads on any of those platforms? We did run an ad in Japan and then for some just, reason just in- specifically in Japan. And that was <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Here's why. We just wanted to use that as like a test subject, you know? And that week we we're currently talking about like where would we just want to travel for fun, right? As a band, like what would be sick? And Japan is awesome as a collective. So, yeah, shout out Japan. <laughs> so Japan, I love you. Um, Tyler's coming for you. I'm Japan. coming for you. I'm stoked. <laughs> Seems awesome. So that week, Adam secretly ran an ad blasting all of our music. That week, he started sharing more on that on our Instagram page, and then he started to promote our our like Spotify and the Apple Music link directly to people who live in Japan. And of course, yeah. there's other modifiers that he used, such as like listens to, yeah, like also in, like interest based. Yeah, I'm not targeting. sure what specifics he used. For um, sure, he used to work in a marketing job, so it did really well because nice. he managed to find our 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 people and. Overnight, there was about a thousand people who listened to American slang <laughs> off of this set. All in Japan. That's and sick. Yeah. So there's that. Shout out, Adam. You did really good. So that really helped us, specifically because the people that he promoted to uh, ran this ad to liked us. I'm not sure how much retention we really got from it, other than the initial like shock of like, oh, who is this? What is this? Sure. Um, right. Well, there's always a spike in those numbers right like yeah those those will always come and go but it was cool to see that it actually worked um as a pro of like running an ad because i feel like facebook and instagram ads mainly facebook you don't get you don't get much from it no no one's <laughs> no one's clicked on a facebook ad and was like oh i love this no well like, it really just depends on who your audience is but i mean as i think we're gonna kind of get into over the course of this episode a bit more is you know the thing the thing to bear in mind is that all these apps and these platforms all have different audience segments right like different demographics in terms of like gender age interests honestly you know there's there's so many different things to consider right and so so the platform you're using you know should almost be dictated by who you're trying to appeal to what about tiktok do you guys use tiktok hunter made our tiktok page but we haven't really shared anything on it. Sure. Um, him and I talked about like posting 
Proposing just things that we do, such as like, uh, like practices, eat breakfast, eating breakfast, because <laughs> we always eat in breakfast, and uh, just things that we do, such as like practicing, having like Discord practices or Discord like writing sessions. It's been a minute, but um, just recording the daily ins and outs of our day. Of course, writing the music, but everything followed. Mm-hmm. That's what we're planning on doing. Which is helpful because he does the same thing with his tic tic tac, TikTok. I feel old, bro. (laughs) So he does the same thing with his tic tacs. Well, okay, so I think that's that's like an interesting like segue, right? So one of the things that that we wanted to talk about most in this is TikTok. I think that Tyler and I both feel guilty. We feel guilty. (laughs) TikTok's definitely like an area that we see the potential in, and we we've had several conversations about this and uh oh we should be on tiktok we should be doing this and that because it has you know so much sway in um everything yeah it's like cultural sway really you gain new you find new people and yeah and of course like where culture is to be found especially on the internet like marketing opportunities are there too right and Right. So just a real quick couple interesting facts in case anyone's lived under a rock like we have and hasn't really dived into TikTok as of yet. So as of January uh, 2022, just a couple months before we're recording this, TikTok has a user base of about 1 billion people, which is crazy. It's like almost a seventh of the world population. 60% of those people are aged f- uh, 16 to 24. And then um, any user av- on average spends about 52 minutes a day, which is ridiculous. There you go. So you've got 1 billion people to potentially capture, um, and you've got 52 minutes per person. What's 1 billion times 52? <laughs> I love a good statistic. Let, <laughs> let, me hit, let, let me hit him with it. I should have done this before, you know, because bringing my phone here is bogus. Okay. 1 billion times 52 would be 52, 52 billion. billion. That's <laughs> and that's where I'm at, friends. <laughs> so, whatever. So, so take that for Shit. what it's worth. Um, interestingly, TikTok currently also seems to be rolling out a new update where videos can be up to 10 minutes long, which is pretty interesting given that I think, what was it initially when they first came out? Like, no more than a minute? Um, uh, it was either... 15 to 30 seconds or 30 seconds to a minute was the longest Yeah, when it first came out in like 2016, mm-hmm. 17. Yeah, so I mean, it's interesting to see how like some of these apps kind of like go back and forth in like competing features, right? Like TikTok was the short form video kind of, um, you know, I know when it first launched, a lot of people were like, oh, it's the new Vine. It, it's the new little dance It's not dance really app. the new Vine, but anyway. Um, whereas like Instagram had video content, but it was like slightly more long form, right? Like wasn't necessarily as long as platforms that were have been around forever like YouTube, but you, Instagram was like the place where you went for slightly longer videos and TikTok was just like quick hits, you know? Love that quick dopamine. And then of course, Instagram, let's say retaliated, right? And they introduced Reels, which is basically TikTok on Instagram. So it's, inter- it's that's just kind of an aside, but it's interesting to see how these apps sort of go back and forth with each other. So I think while we're talking about TikTok, it's one thing that I kind of wanted to discuss and explore is, you know, what kind of potential do we think that TikTok, TikTok ha- as a platform has to help you as a musician, as an artist, 
grow your audience, right? Like social media, we have to bear in mind, is really just the place where you're getting attention to bring people into your community, into your ecosystem, into your sales funnels. You know, if you're talking about like the money making parts of uh, music business and, and being an artist. But I think a lot of people really easily get caught up in the metrics that live on that platform, right? Like, and, and you know, maybe rightfully so to an extent, but it's super easy to just, I think, get caught up in, and this applies to every app, but the likes, the views, the followers. But unless you're able to bring those people elsewhere into your ecosystem, um, into your world, so to say, like, it could be a dead end, right? And how do we do that? <laughs> well, that's a good question. That's what we're here to talk about. But I, I see so many people on platforms like TikTok specifically, like finding viral success. And I think, you know, personally, I've looked at things like that and like, wow, like that is the reason I, I need to get involved and start putting content on TikTok because those success stories really speak to the potential of the app. But then I try to remind myself that that is not the majority of um, the experiences that people have on there, right? And and that's not a reason not to take part, but it's just something to kind of level myself out. And the, the thing that I worry about in terms of diving headfirst into short form video like TikTok or Instagram Reels is it seems to me that it's such a <clears throat> that it's such a fast paced environment, so which to it say. can which it can totally in return it can uh, lack quality or meaning, yeah. at least for an artist or a can. Because when you think about physically speaking, right, like how people engage, it's scroll, watch a quick video, scroll, watch a quick video. And how often do you forget it three to five seconds later? Right. It's like, oh, even if you really enjoy a video, I think it's, it's so easy to get caught up in like the mechanics of just scroll, scroll, scroll that it, I feel like it takes like a really special video to make someone even click on your profile to check out your other content to yeah, follow you. It, and, and people combat that that I've seen is like, okay, they're going to release uh, shorter videos for a story that they're telling or they're trying to portray something. Mm. And then they say, oh, part one, part, part one, two, part two, part three, you're part right. Four, part 32. Like that's how they do that. And, and that's and that why shit, that shit's real clever actually. And that's exactly why, because uh, the algorithm rewards you due to the fact that you're getting more retention from these people. So you're, you're, you're basically grabbing these people, people's attention and getting them into your platform on, or your profile on TikTok, making these people spend more time, uh, the most valuable resource uh, on your page, on their platform for that number's sake. So the algorithm rewards you for doing so. And that's why they do that. Yeah. That, that I know of. No, but it's actually like, you know, I've seen, of course, I've seen videos like that, right? But I've never... I've never really thought about it in those terms. I guess I just didn't look at those from the perspective of like marketing, so to say. It rewards them. You know, I've always just thought about like, oh, this person's like telling a story and it's going to take a real long time. <laughs> so, no. they're, so they're breaking it up. But yeah, I mean, from and maybe that's true for some people. But yeah, what you're saying makes complete sense. Which is interesting because uh, as of what, last month or something, they confirm that they're going to be releasing 10 minute long videos i'm not sure if that's mm. currently a thing uh, i haven't seen it on my account but they did confirm that you can create 10 minute long videos which is an interesting thing because that's basically coming from a portion of youtube yeah for real especially 
Especially when YouTube's like rolling out things like short. Right. YouTube's doing like YouTube's what doing what TikTok is doing, but TikTok is trying to do what YouTube is, has been doing. And see, that's why they just trade ideas back and forth. It'll be really interesting to see how 10 minute videos perform on an app which is so conducive to quickly scrolling through video content. I hope I hope it forces people's uh, dopamine synapses here or their brains to uh, function a little bit better. You think, yeah, like maybe it'll like slow people down a little bit in terms of how they engage with content. And- yeah, not and this. This is not to say anything is inherently bad about any social media because it's great, but it's like people allow themselves just like any other like uh, aspect to let themselves go in a sense of okay, I've been on this app for one to two to three hours, and it's like yo, you got to go to bed or you're just. <laughs> You're just slacking in life because of your you're on this app for X amount of hours per day, which is fine, but it's time consuming. Hey man, cut the people some slack, okay? Fifty eight minutes, all right? <laughs> Fifty eight minutes on average. Fifty two minutes. All right, so they're coming minutes. in. They're coming in just under an hour. And of course, that's the extreme cases. So fifty two silly minutes. <laughs> Fifty two silly minutes on the silly TikTok. Um, so. Like, is that not bad? That's, of course, extremes because I've seen it in people and I've seen it within myself in days where it just, it sucks you in for a while and then you realize, oh, shit, it's been how long? And uh, it's not healthy. So, I mean, not not healthy, but distracting and it can create distractions. Balance and all things. But I think, you know, when, especially when we're talking about platforms where people spend so much time and their attention is so divided across so many different creators and artists, right? Since we're talking about like that short form format, I think it's really important to remember that you have a very limited window to capture someone's attention when they do come across your content, right? Like as we were prepping for this episode, I saw some notes online where someone had basically said like, hey, you have less than one minute to grab someone's attention the second that they find your video. Yeah, it's like seven seconds. Something like that, right? Same thing. Hey, same thing with your songs. Same thing with anything you release as an artist. You're going to be judged within a few seconds. And if they don't like you uh, for any certain reason, they're it's out. It's so over. You have yeah, this I think, small, minuscule window. I think with music, it's 45 seconds. 45? If something interesting doesn't happen in the first 45 seconds of your song, the listener's done. Yeah, because I was in the car yesterday. Apple Music puts out like a... Uh, new playlist every Friday and I listened to all of it do you know how fast I was like mm, nope yeah. <laughs> nope <laughs> see that's it like we forget that even like we ourselves do these things sometimes oh now I'm highly you know? aware of it <laughs> so so yeah I mean like that's something I've you know I I've had like my concerns which have sort of like held me back from getting super involved with like short form video um to think about oh how am I going to grab someone's attention in that short time frame what do I even do like I'm gonna I'm a vocalist in a metal band like I can't do TikTok dances <laughs> but I also think that's I mean similar to my own little world over here I see the veil of why I haven't been doing it and that's just because like I'm too judgmental of myself and I'm too judgmental of like how I want to be seen all the time and I overthink sure. it yeah but I mean but like that's not and I understand what you're saying and in, in, in that you shouldn't let things like self-doubt or perceptions of yourself or your your image uh stop you from doing certain things but at the same time and this was something i was probably going to mention like later on as we're talking about ideas that we have for types of content right but 
you also want to make sure that the content that you're putting up on these platforms is relevant to the audience you're trying to appeal to, I think. You have to get a little creative with the types of content that you're putting up on an app like TikTok to, I guess, just to, just to ensure you're not totally off-brand. If Hoobastank can do it, anyone could do it. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> Hoobastank is very well on TikTok. It was like a... Um... Uh, not a perfect person challenge. I don't know what it is, but it did well. <laughs> it did, it, the internet says it did very well, so we're gonna look into that and we'll come. We'll come back to it. Shout future, out to Hoobastank, I guess. At, at a future date. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think that it's like it's perfectly valid to say like, hey, I want to like kind of challenge myself in terms of doing things I haven't done before. But I think it's almost like some guardrails should be up just in terms of not going. Too off kilt to the point where the content doesn't appeal to the people who are gonna like listen to your music. Right. Right. That that makes total sense. But can um, I ask you a question? Yeah. So within holding yourself back to create whatever you wanted to create in that moment, to try to realign with your brand, I guess, in a sense. Do you think that if you created that first video, right? If it appeases to set group of people A compared to people B or like different people, right? Um, who's to say that's not part of your new brand as an artist being so flexible? Well, I mean, you can be flexible and, yeah. but I guess like, okay, so this is an extreme example, but yeah. just to kind of illustrate the point that I'm trying to make in, in case I haven't communicated it clearly is, so if I was to go on TikTok from like Still World's page, Okay. And I start like blasting. <laughs> I start blasting TikTok with me doing dance videos to like out support it. K pop. It's the K pop. And then on the back of those videos, I was saying, Yo, go check out my metal band. <laughs> like, like Dude, I think we should try this. <laughs> like, there's just, there's gonna be. A very small, <laughs> like my opportunity to capture an audience and doing it as slim, <laughs> very slim, right? Because I'm sure there's more than enough people out there like both K-pop and metal, um, but I can't guarantee that. What I can guarantee is if I make content that appeal appeals to metal fans, it's not as big of a leap on the back of that for me to say, hey, go check out my metal band. I think that'd be an amazing video. But <laughs> this might be an opportunity that we can't pass up. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for your input on that one. Oh, dude, thanks. I appreciate it. For sure. What else we got next? So I think, you know, from that, right, like we, we just listened to me fans about like, oh, I'm worried about TikTok. <laughs> Welcome to Scott Kelly's worries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, life must be pretty easy if all I'm worried about is, what do I do on TikTok? But I guess, like, from what that, right? TikToks? Let's talk a little bit about, because I'm sure there's other people out there that uh, feel like they're in the same boat. And yeah. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. And, like, you. <laughs> Uh, and I know anyway (laughs) oh my god you've been talking about into 
What's your question? Oh. <laughs> Eyes up here. Is <laughs> <laughs> it the cucumber? Oh, okay. Some of that's getting cut. <laughs> but, um, I don't know about that, man. Right. Like, I know you've, you've talked to me about, like, just feeling that's something you need to dive into more as well. So, I guess, you know... I think we both agree that there's reasons as to why we should get more involved in that space. So what kind of ideas do you think are worth exploring in terms of types of content, ways to interact with the platform that actually become conducive to developing an audience and a fan base? I brought them up earlier. Such as like... Of course, recording videos of like creating music, how you create music, um, and also other factors of becoming or being a musician, such as how you practice, your practice setup, your gear that you have. Because us as musicians fucking love gear. I can talk about gear for that's ever. true. If how many conversations do you think we've had about gear in front of people who don't play music? <laughs> And they're just and they're like, please stop talking. They're just like, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> please please leave the room. So videos about your gear. What is it? Why do you love it? And uh, like autobiographical videos of what you do in your day. And of course, that's like a I wouldn't say low hanging fruit, but it's a given for that one. It's like Yeah, I mean what? people people want to feel connected. connected to other people, right? And I think that's right. Something like TikTok, I think, is primed for that because on top of people wanting to feel connected to other people, informal content, let's call it, is really what the platform thrives on. Like, behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, TikTok really seems to be, its lifeblood really seems to be, like, quickly edited videos. Like, no one's, no one's like, shooting on pro cameras and porting the footage over to their phone. And Oh, those exist. Oh, well, I know, but it's, it's not really like what is the most popular content, right? Like it's it's still in this phase where, you know, I think what works best on the platform is someone just picking up their phone and hitting record. Like, why is that the hardest thing to do? It is, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Whereas, you know, I think Instagram Reels, and maybe it's because Instagram is just a bit more of a mature platform in terms of how long it's been around. But Instagram Reels seem to kind of like bypass that phase a bit more quickly like in that like there's a lot more like to use air quotes like pro quality content and i think that's just due to the fact that there's so many of course there's a lot of businesses promoting on tiktok but there's a lot more uh business focused platform yeah or on like, instagram or like more like uh like visual creators that work in like high quality photo and video footage it just kind of felt like an opportunity to like adopt something new yeah damn them damn them all yeah you know but kind of going back to ideas like when you mention gear and like rundowns of the equipment you use i think another opportunity there might be educational content in terms of how to do x y or z like and that doesn't have to be something crazy that could be I'm a guitarist and this is I figured out how to play like this riff from this band and you can do like a quick tutorial on how to play the riff or I will forever 
at least for this week, forever, show anyone how to play My Curse by Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> or if you're an audio engineer, you know, some quick informal videos of how to get like a, you know, I'm not an engineer, so bear with me, but how to like create a, a certain effect on a vocal or on, you know, an instrument that you've recorded. Hit know. buttons and hope for the best. <laughs> so, you know, maybe things like that can coincide there pretty easily too. Yeah, just tutorials of how you do and why you do it, or right. what you do and why you do it. I think that's right. what I said. I feel like those would be the most, at least me as an art, like, if I was to watch another artist do something on TikTok, I've definitely seen either gear rundowns, because I've spent countless amount of hours or days at this moment watching, like, this guitarist rig rundown, or mm. how they record something on YouTube, and it, it's all much the same. Any content I find appeasing to me on YouTube, it is appeasing on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So with that scope in mind, or that, that uh, perspective in mind, I think, this is what I'm going to try doing, is creating video content such as rig rundowns, uh, excuse me, rig rundowns of my gear, um, and just how-to videos of what I'm doing with recording. Um, and I think that's the... Because I fucking love those. Who doesn't? Yeah, you might just have to film it a little bit differently. Oh, totally. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm going to give that a shot. That makes sense. I think, too, like when we think about apps that are so, you know, everyone's like, the thing that everyone's kind of been talking about for so long in regards to the app is how to go viral, right? Because it's, and, you know, I, I'm not really sure if it's still the case today, but I know initially when the app launched, like it was so easy to get a huge number of eyes on your content because the the whole app was like organic reach. Yeah, and that's because it only had like 50, I mean, the term only is used very, very uh, lightly, but sure. 52 million, uh, 52 to 56, somewhere on there, users um, that were active at the time upon creation. So with those users, like it was so easy to be seen in front of people because there was less user base rather 52 million compared to 100 billion. That's a mess. Yeah. And I think and like top of, sorry, go ahead. Uh, on top of so many people just trying to create already, which is a beautiful thing that it's a very diluted market, but there's still space for so many people to be creators rather than just consumers. Yeah. And I think some of that kind of, that notion of like going viral has like survived and kind of turned into, you know, that whole idea of like creating or taking part in like challenges right? on the app. Right. And I think, I, th- I do think that there's a lot of opportunity for people to kind of just get super creative and be patient and just like maybe like invent your own challenges, you know, and um, look for any opportunity you can for other people to take part in it. But what I would say is that your ability to succeed in this space could potentially depend on to a degree the type of music that you're creating right because then you're talking about like trying to go viral you're trying to drum up as much appeal as you possibly can you know but yet but there are silos of different audiences within tiktok too i was gonna I, say i have to remember that yeah because like let's say because you, you, you reference like dances, like dances, uh, like, of course, there's a huge pe- group of people that love to watch these dances or like take part of them because they're fun. They're great. But let's say in the communities that we're in, mm-hmm. where it's like a bunch of dudes saying six set, bro. 
Um, <laughs> or dude, let me, how'd you get that tone? I think there's plenty enough space. Plenty of people. To, let's say if you, if I've seen recently, these guitarists or the even like DJs, they're just making beats and they're like, yo, rap over this. Or a musicians, put something over this. Mm. Same thing with a guitar. Like, oh, put, put something sick over this. And then like you have a thousand plus whatever people just making like amazing con like amazing music over your currently created music yeah no, that's a good point that's <clears> true <throat> i do like that that idea a lot actually we should uh give it a go i think we will yeah i think we will yeah I th- that's what we were talking about before we started right yes 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 so cool no that's a good idea yeah we're gonna try that so i guess moving swiftly along here we go I think on the other, like, you know, on the other side of the, this conversation, when people talk about like the importance of TikTok today and its place within the larger social media landscape, I think something that comes up quite often is like, oh, TikTok is like the replacement for Instagram, like blah, blah, blah. Like Instagram's gone. Instagram's dying. Is Instagram dead? And I think, you know, no such thing <laughs> just to kind of like start to like round out the conversation. It is, I think it's important to to mention that this is something people talk about and just just kind of uh, go over like how we feel about that and what do we think people can can take away from that larger conversation with with new platforms always being released of course like something in 10 years is going to come out to take over TikTok mm-hmm. or whenever that time frame may be but that attention will always be on the, on that new while there's still retention on the old previous apps such as instagram and tiktok but i think instagram isn't dead i think it's uh like we talked is it, it it's transitioning something different yeah um, it, you know, i feel like the past like five years especially it's just been in this like constant state of flux yeah like think of like how many people posted like oh food photos and nature <laughs> and and most of instagram was dogs cats uh food and nature which is amazing. Fuck, everyone loves those. But it then transitioned into uh, more photos of friends. It, people took it very business casual. Mm. Where it was like, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be like pristine. And everyone just kind of tried too hard. <laughs> and put, put like a mask on themselves. It's funny. Not everyone, but... <laughs> it's funny to, to use that description of Instagram when you think back to like... 10, 11 years ago when it first came out and the filters were awful. Dude, they were terrible. The Nashville filter made everything so, everything, every filter sucked. But at the time, that was the sickest thing you ever. <laughs> like that Nashville, like, I think it's still around. It's called Nashville. But I use that on every photo on my like five minutes of uh, Instagram fame. When Tyler was, Tyler was <laughs> almost the first influencer. <laughs> so quick Instagram. story. All right. I think these people deserve it. When I was 2011, yeah, like 2012. 2011, 2012. So uh, we were in a band called Halfway Home at the time. So my name's Tyler, right? So I made my Instagram handle Halfway, Halfway Tyler. Tyler, right? And so, yeah, um, started posting. Like, I've always been a positive person, even through the shit that I went through. Uh, but I was just sharing some thoughts when I was in some, like, extremely great moods and some internal dialogue. <laughs> It resonated with a lot of people that I had no idea were seeing this. Quick, quick side note: they were all selfie pictures, <laughs> right? I, like I would just take a picture. But what else? Like I worked a job all the time. I was either with you playing music or messing around in 
I mean, like that's 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 all but, that people really yeah had at the time. My on. life wasn't externally exciting. Sure. So hey, everyone has a mirror. Everyone feels good. Everyone deserves to feel good. Um, so it took some selfies and shared some thoughts not related to some selfies. And as a result, we got stopped in the mall way more often than I <laughs> care to admit. Oh, people had me asking, are you halfway, Tyler? <laughs> so I worked at Panera at the time, and some people would just come on in uh, in Tinley Park, Illinois. And Ty- halfway, Tyler works at people, Panera. Yeah, dude, people would come in and ask <laughs> if I'm Tyler. And I'd be like, and I'm not thinking any, anything of it. I, you know, like at the peak, I had like seven, 8,000 followers, which is back then, like, it was a lot. I was 16, 17 years old. 8,000 followers on Instagram in 2012 got you sway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what to do with it, so I just continued doing the same thing. Um, yeah, people would come in, ask me if I'm Tyler. Then I'm like, oh, for sure, yeah, I'm Tyler. What can I get for you, right? Like, what fucking sandwich and soup do you want? Chips, apple, or bread, bro? And they'd be like, are you halfway, Tyler? I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's the moment I, where I realized, where I was like, what's going on? It happened for a few months, for a while, and then, of course, my mental health at the time uh, deteriorated with many things in my life, and uh, I just kind of let it all go. Hey, we're here. We're here to get it. We're here to get you back on track. <laughs> we're here to get this money. I'm restarting halfway Tyler's Instagram page. <laughs> we're here to get you back on track. First <laughs> photo. <laughs> but, no, I think you're right. Like, you know, kind of going back to the topic at hand, like, I don't, I don't think that... It's a dying platform by any means. I think it's something that's in transition and there are parts of it that are just done better elsewhere. Like like Reels has its own audience, but I think that by and large, like the the people that want to consume that type of content still are still going to TikTok as a default. For the most part. Right. It has the most hype. But I mean Instagram still has one point four billion active users per month, which is insane and um i mean the the audience on there is still relatively young too you know while we talked about like the majority of the uh, tiktok audience being aged between 16 and 24 um i think something like 60 percent of the instagram audience is still under the age of 25 right so we're still talking about like a demographic that is primed ready and willing to consume new music Right. right. So I don't think that it's a valid point to just say like, oh, it's not worth to to focus on Instagram. Instagram's dying. It's dead. I I don't necessarily adhere to that. Um, we just can't post. Uh, I specifically just can't post Instagram uh, selfies with inspirational quotes. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> it's just a different beast. I mean, while it seems that TikTok still is in this phase where organic reach is still flourishing and can can go a long way like i think we've all experienced that you know instagram it's not as easy to do that anymore because you got to remember that it's a facebook product facebook is a you know beast of a machine a multi-billion dollar company like them or not like that's that's not what, what we're here to discuss but um they have incentive to keep the platform alive Right, like especially when, like Facebook is an ad company by and large. Like there's there are features within their applications that provide utility to people, but ultimately 
their business model is to sell advertising to whoever's willing to buy. And with Instagram being such a huge portion of that business, they're, they're relying on it to give that money and that back to their shareholders, right? Like, I don't think there's any reason that Facebook is willing to let Instagram sort of like fall to the wayside because too much, they they rely on it too much. Right. And so I think that's what's led to it just sort of seeming as if it's been in this constant uh, period of change and evolution. And, um, but yeah, I don't think it's going away. Not at all. I do think that they, it's, it's kind of funny to watch Instagram roll out new features because they definitely just appear to play catch up with everyone else who does the innovating. It's almost like in some ways they've become a little bit too big to innovate at the rate that they once did. I'm not going to say any specific, uh, it, it, it's like a specific techn- uh, technology company that other companies such as like, let's say Android or Samsung, whatever company, right? They'll release it. And then like, you know, three to five plus years later, it's like after perfecting it, they will also release it. And everyone's like, whoa, this is nuts. Right. Yeah. And so I get right. Like in terms of (laughs) social media, the equivalent is like Snapchat was the OG Instagram stories. Shit did. And um, (laughs) I mean, Snapchat's still still a viable app, but it's there's still over 500 million active users, I think. Yeah. But it's not on the same level that like Instagram is right. And you know, to be just from a personal perspective, like I was not, not never too crazy about Snapchat. I used it before I turned when I was like 18 to 20. Then I realized I, this isn't for me. Yeah. It just wasn't my thing either. I felt childish using it, to be honest. But then, no offense. Um, but then like Instagram released Instagram stories and there was just something about it that for me, it just felt like it was a bit more intuitive. And this is like, I personally felt as if like, this is what Snapchat should have been. Or what they had intended to create. And they sort of got lapped. Um, and then we've just more recently, of course, just seen seen them do the same thing with TikTok, right? Like TikTok had the vertical short form videos. And then lo and behold, Instagram's like brand new feature, Reels. And it's cool. I have no problem with Reels. I think there, there's some great creators on there. But um there's there's just a lot to it, and I, even though they seem, they seem to be playing catch up in terms of these specific features, all of these things existing in one place, I think, has created an ecosystem that's primed for you to generate a fan base, and that is so ready to help you build. That is so like ready to help you build a business and a community as an artist, but. The downside is you're probably going to have to pay for it along the way, right? Like TikTok, I kind of think of it as like a lead magnet, right? It's just kind of like you're throwing content out there to generate awareness and attention to pull people in to your, your world. But the, I think the problem with TikTok, and I'm sure this will change um, over time, but I think the problem that I see with it is that it's more difficult to then get those people off of TikTok because your entire business, to use that word, as an artist, 
won't live on TikTok. You know, like you've got to get people over to your merch store. You've got to get people over to your Spotify, your you Apple Music. Get, you have to get people to shows. Yeah, to shows, exactly. <laughs> and there's just a... And understandably so from a business perspective, but TikTok is like so hyper-focused on keeping people on the platform, um, which is awesome from a user experience. But from the perspective of a marketer, we understand we need to get people to these other places so they can engage with the rest of our content, like sign up for email lists if that's something that you're, you're working on or getting people to buy tickets and t-shirts and all the other stuff. And of course, Instagram is also very focused on retention time and keeping, keeping people on the platform. But I think the advantage that Instagram has over TikTok is in the fact that there are a variety of different features within the application to help you succeed even if all you can do is keep people on Instagram, right? Like you can even connect your merch store to Instagram and sell directly through Instagram now. Right. The inherent issue of getting people to get to like get to your profile on TikTok then to get them over to your music. I don't think like if you have eyes on you already, like that's already a good thing. Right. And then you need to learn how to okay, how can I move this over to get them to do that? Right? Like what ways in what ways are you able to get people to realize that you are more than just the videos that you create right yeah so so i don't think yeah so i mean like for all those reasons right like i don't think it's worth like running off instagram it's definitely its own challenge um it kind of sucks that it's become pretty expensive especially as like an up-and-coming artist to to really turn it into something that's like a powerful part of like your marketing efforts because I think you quoted me a number earlier today when we were prepping for this. I think like when you post a you piece get, of content, what was the reach? As a business uh, profile on Instagram, your Which reach, you should be if you're an artist. Yes, it does help. But the next number is going to sound painful. Yeah. Uh, it is a 0.97. It was a 0.92 or 0.97% of uh, your overall reach per post. I'd be super interested to know if that is compare and we can look this up later but if that's relative to the total user base or if that's relative to your followers that i don't know probably to your could be to your followers which is Mm. which is i was crazy low like i I remember when i first started taking an interest in this stuff like a few years ago um i was in school for music business and like we talked about a lot of the stuff at the time like granted that's a few years ago at this stage but i think at that point in time it was the number that was being thrown around was oh when you post on instagram only 10 percent of your followers like and look where that actually get fed your content in their feed of course people can go to your profile but only 10 percent of your people are going to see in their news feed like what you've been posting so that would be wild if it's dropped over just maybe four or five years from 10 percent down to less than one percent i mean it's ran by facebook so the same thing. I remember when it first happened on Facebook and everyone was like, every artist we knew at the time was, Facebook is trying to minimize our efforts and uh, only allowing 10% of your current fan base or your current audience on there to mm-hmm. see like anything. And you had to like follow. And that's when the follow became like a thing is make sure you follow 
to ensure that you get the notifications, to ensure that you're able to see what they're doing. And then that was, of course, moves really fast. That was probably like 2014-ish, 2015, mm. maybe even before that. But I remember when that happened, and then just within a few years, it went from 10% to, hey, you're only going to be seeing less than 1% of people who already follow you because they want to. That's crazy. Which is nuts how fast, which is, I mean, it, of course, it's going to change really fast paced, but it's wild because mm. 10% a free market turned into 10% of your market, which turned into less than 1% of your mar- market. Excuse me. And that's a very vast change. Wild. And of course, right, like the, the rationale from their perspective as to why this happened was because they want people Money. to pay for ads and, and boosted posts. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think, you know, it might be worth exploring, maybe not next episode, but in a future episode, it's, uh, maybe it's worth talking about specifically about paid advertising on social media. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. Um, <clears throat> I think some people could, could use some insight. Whatever you do, do some advertising in Japan. <laughs> it works. Um, I don't think, I think everyone is familiar enough with Instagrams to where we don't need to get into content ideas, right? Like, it's been around for a decade. There's, there's nothing that we can tell you right now that you don't already know. But with that same mindset, can't you do the same thing with TikTok? Yeah. TikTok? I think it's still relative, right? I mean, like, yeah. we've, for example, like, we've sort of been honest with ourselves in that, like, we're a little bit short-sighted yeah. when it comes to TikTok. Honestly, yeah, I'm just terrible at hitting record. <laughs> so, so there's other people who are going to feel the same way. I just think there's less people who are kind of stuck when it comes to content ideas for Instagram. Yeah. Um, but this is just sort of like, a, I know we sort of, we spent most of our time talking about TikTok and we've kind of just like deep dived into our thoughts around both of these platforms. But who knows, maybe... It, like social media is not going anywhere. It's going to be something that we talk about quite often. And maybe our opinions brought in some insight to at least what we've seen. Um, Cause I'm no expert. Right. So we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back to all these platforms and maybe probably go even into more detail as uh, yeah, dude, we'll, uh, we'll cue it out as we learn more. So yeah. Um, going forward, you know, we're starting to throw around more ideas about the project that we want to create. Uh, to coincide with this and um once we once we have a song we're going to sort of revisit all these different points that we're talking about and put it to the test i really do want to make whatever whatever final product final song we come up with i definitely want to make a take a riff of that and promote it via well not promote i would say just share it with tiktok to see what other artists are able to create yeah like duet content yeah very cool very cool. Okay. Well, I think we are just shy of an hour, so I think we're going to leave it there. Well, we did it. <laughs> we, we did, did it. it. We did it, and we managed to only laugh a little bit about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of us. Dude. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Drop Tune Podcast. Episode if, two. Episode two. If you didn't check out the first one, go check out episode one. If you're watching this on YouTube, Make sure to give us a follow. Give the video a thumbs up. Follow us on what's our Instagram page? Drop Tuned Pod. Yes. Drop Tuned Pod. Follow us on Instagram. By the time this is up, we're going to have a TikTok. I'm sure it will have the same handle as I Instagram. Hope so. We'll see. But that's it for this episode. We will catch you soon. And don't forget to eat your cucumbers. Bye. Bye.